back for another episode of Just My Opinion Podcast. I'm here with Mike. Hello, Mike. Hello. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing already. Uh, how you doing, man? Dude, I'm doing great. I'm doing yeah. great. Fantastic, fantastic week and an even better day today. I got up early. Not that you were asking this, but I'm going to already tell you. I, I got up early. Uh, we went and knocked out the gym. Already got my, my first workout of the day in. And normally we do our gym workout in the afternoons. But we were like, last weekend we tried that and it's just getting repetitious. You know, 75 hard. It'd be a lot easier if we just could go a walk on a walk in like the late afternoon. Yeah. Versus trying to go to the gym after trying to also enjoy our Saturday. So mm-hmm. we went and killed the gym this morning. It was chest day, favorite day. So, felt nice. Got a nice good pump. Nice. That's what I'm doing later. Yeah. Well, we're done here. That's what I'm doing. Yep. So, we did that. Came home. We've got our breakfast just about dialed in now. All right, dude. We got a great... My breakfast sits at about 877 cows. Okay? Okay. I've been monitoring my macs. My macros. All right? And right now, I got going two scrambled egg whites. One yellow egg you know with the with the actual yolk whip that up together okay i use a portion size of heinz ketchup heinz because we want to keep the lights on at the steel stadium get out of here get out of here they they got a fully organic one all right i don't care ketchup with eggs for me is disgusting oh well that's okay i was making sure you don't have a problem with heinz that's that's my favorite football team the steelers so we'll just hang this thing up now before it gets going so oh okay then we had then i found these waffles Kodiak blueberry power waffles. You can eat. Dude, they're pumping. They're pumping like a whopping 15 grams of protein out of those bad boys. So we have two of those. Sugar-free syrup. Okay. Boom. Only four carbs in that bad boy. And then I like to top it off with a nice refreshing glass of two servings. Not one, but two servings. Two cups of Fairlife lactose-free milk which gives me a nice boost of 26 grams of protein in that. And then I have a nice 8-ounce glass of Indian River orange juice just to get my calcium dialed in. And on occasion, Aaron, I'm not going to lie to you, I get wild. I throw a Greek yogurt in there, Okio Zero, get an extra 15 k if I need it. Yeah. But, I like the but vanilla, today, which is weird. The vanilla is actually really good, and I just saw a recipe the other day where you can make freaking protein ice cream, bro, with that. Really? You take okay. that. Yeah, yeah. it's like some special mix. But anyways, we did that. I come home. I got my 10 pages of reading knocked out. Boom. I'm finally in the good part of this book I've been reading. Um, and then I, after that, went ahead, took a shower. We're going to a pool party this afternoon, well, at least until it rains. So it was nice. <laughs> got a nice razor on the head, nice shiny bick. And then uh, trimmed up the chest because, you know, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm having a great day, man. I, oh, I can tell. Shiny and chest I'm, and everything. And I'm excited to see you. We never get to do these in like the morning time this week. And I, I gotta know. Say, I think I'm kind of liking it this week. Energy's up. As you can tell, I'm, I'm vibing this week. Yeah. So I'm, on no, I'm ready. I'm ready. I have uh, plenty of coffee already because that's my addiction. I can do all Understood. kinds of I can do all kinds of diets healthy meals, everything, but I will never change my cafe con leche. 
Never. That's the favorite, huh? Never. Well, well there's nothing really. That. Now, you're not dumping sugar in it, I'm sure. So, not a whole lot, at least. Maybe a little stevia. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> just regular sugar, just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. There's nothing like like real coffee. It has now, you to still go. drink it out of that teacup-sized glass? Like, just the itty-bitty? No. It's a big... A big cup. Big cup? Yeah. A few of those and, dude, nobody can. Don't get in my way. (laughs) Don't get in my way. Miami up in this damn place. I can do five workouts. The whole week I can do it in 30 minutes. (laughs) 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 I'm running around that gym like a maniac. Yeah. So how are you you liking 75 hard? Because I know you kind of like, we kind of dove you into it. You look look great. You look fantastic. I don't have double chin. Yeah. No mas. No mas out. I'm at my peak. You look like the first day I met you, bro. I, I'm slimmer than that. Really? Could, yeah. Now, now that I can believe, I can yeah. see that. Oh You're yeah. more toned now. You're more toned now than you were back then, by far. Ah, ah, ah! ah. Look at that. <laughs> I'm not looking at you in the camera. I'm looking at myself in the camera. Look at that. Oh Ooh. shit! Is that what other people see? Look uh. at them fresh brows, baby. <laughs> Don't want none of that, baby. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, what? man, I'm just embracing it because uh, you got Father's Day coming up this weekend. Obviously, I'm not a dad yet, although I'm not going to lie. Usually, the dog gets me something, a little card, nice little $10 the gift The dog card. goes to the store? Dog dad. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <picks> me- <laughs> dog dad. <laughs> I tell Melinda all the time. She gets all these shirts and hats that say, you know, proud dog mom. Oh like, fuck! Where's my where's my dog daddy shirt? That is I so make cute. A t- I want to make a TikTok with that song. You're like, that's my best friend. She a real bad bitch. She a real oh, she don't play no shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. There you go. You would Anyways, know the song. Yeah, but with Father's Day coming up, I'm especially excited. Um, obviously, you know we've been friends for what seven eight years now. Last time we ran the True. clock on that. Yeah. So uh, it's always nice. I know what uh, days like this mean to like you and your family. So I'm really excited for you. I know that you you really enjoy Father's Day when it comes around. I do. You know, I like cooking, but usually Father's Day, which we should not be cooking, that's the day we cook. <laughs> yeah, it should be the complete opposite. Yeah. For Mother's Day, you go to a fancy restaurant, right? <laughs> Flowers and shit. And then for Father's Day, we grill for everybody. Yeah. Or take me to Little Caesar. What's it called? Little Caesar? Pizza, pizza? Pizza, pizza. <laughs> That's it. That's all we get. <laughs> Little Caesars. Little Caesars. Pizza, pizza. So, yeah. I mean, some people come over and probably grill. So um, You're going to grill out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you putting on? What you putting on the grill tomorrow? One rib. <laughs> <laughs> Just one rib. Just one rib. <laughs> We're gonna have to share that video on our on our Instagram for the listeners that haven't seen that. No, because I don't even I don't even know the name of the movie, but I, I know, know that scene with Chris Rock, and he's like, "How much for just one rib?" One rib. But I'm doing that, and I buy these sausages. I can't remember the name of them, but they're Cajun style. Oh man, Mm-mm. delicious. So, so that and a few Creole. things. Yeah. So we'll do a bunch of other stuff for the unhealthy people. <laughs> Understood. You know, yeah. Not putting y'all on blast. You guys can actually enjoy yeah. life, by the way. You know, they are. I can't thing. wait. It's day 20 for me. I think it is day 19. So we're, it's like 
I'm looking at it as like the other way now. Like I'm almost there. Yeah, like it is crazy. Um, and again, for those of you guys that are out there, this is your first time listening. Uh, we're definitely not like pushing this on anybody, but there is a free program out there called 75 Hard that Ari and I uh, challenged each other to. Uh, bet we got $100 on the line uh, that neither one of us uh, will quit. But it is a crazy program. You must stick to It's really beneficial, though. I'm definitely, I think I'm starting to turn that corner. Like you said, the first two weeks, rough. Yeah. Now it's becoming more routine. Because of habit. Um, yeah, it's it's not becoming a lifestyle. As much of an, yeah, it's not as much of an inconvenience to me. Yeah, as it once was. Uh, well, for me, it's always anyways, been the struggle. One of the things that from the program, the struggle for me is the reading part. I oh good. I am, you know me. I'm very hyper. I was I'm always on the go. I gotta be doing stuff, moving around. So for me to sit down and read, oh man. I'm that I'm that kid at the doctor's appointment that can stay still. <laughs> now let me ask you this: <laughs> on the flip side, are you finding like some enjoyment from the book you got going? Right. Yeah, I right do. Now, I'm actually. No? Yeah, I do. But what what's been good is that at work I don't take an hour lunch, right? But okay. reading has forced me to take my hour lunch. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Plus, and I think that's. I'm sorry. Plus, then I don't have to worry about doing it at home because at home I got other stuff to do. Um, Understood. Well, and I think that's the point, yeah. right? Of that, of that yeah. shit is at least what I'm kind of finding is it seems like, at first, what seems impossible because you're like, dude, like some of the people I talk about the program details to, like they'll ask me like, what are you doing or you know what are you doing in the gym and. I'm like, dude, truthfully, the program tells you nothing about going to the gym. If you do your workouts by going on two walks a day, I think it's mainly geared on just making time, getting shit done. And I think that's pretty dope. I mean, because, like, I'm not a big reader myself, definitely. Like, I mean, you hear how I talk, dude. I'm bouncing off the walls. So, But the fact that I have to slow down Mm -hmm. and read a book and, and, you know, and it it is – you know, it's kind of fun, you know, like right now, dude, like truthfully, and I know I'll probably catch some shit because not everybody's a fan, but I don't really give a damn. This isn't a political podcast. I've been reading this book by Obama mm-hmm. called uh, a, a Promised Land. He wrote it after his presidency. Yeah. Dude is a great writer, dude. Like, and yeah. I found out he wrote books before he was president and everything like that. He's just always You think he actually it. wrote it? No. There you go. No. It's 700 fucking pages. <laughs> There's no way. B-Rock. I mean, he had two terms to write it. <laughs> Well, <laughs> uh, look, I, I would love to talk about foreign policy, but the problem is I've got a book yeah. and uh, I've got to write some shit down. We're going to get it knocked out. And then I'm going to go in Lincoln's bedroom and you see that beautiful chocolate woman over there. I'm going to tap that ass because president or <laughs> you not. You a pretty good voice there. Yeah, I've been practicing my, my B-Rock. So you, re- when you're reading the book, you're talking like him? I it's so funny you say that. In your that. mind. And then it comes out so, too when you're reading it out loud. <laughs> dude, I haven't I haven't touched a 700 page book since my math book in high school. Okay, like there's no way I've ever read a 700 page book. So this is it's a fatty, dude. And like so since I've started reading it, I have to like especially like in the beginning. Like I said, now I'm about 150 pages in. So I'm really getting into like I love the first part of the book. The second part of it is it, it a little like more about his race and the campaign, which is cool. But I like the stuff more like before he was yeah. in that position. 
Um, so now we're getting more back into his personal life. And, okay. that, and that's what I like to learn about because um, outside of politics, dude, personal opinion, I think Barack Obama would be one of the coolest presidents to sit down, have a couple glasses of whiskey with, yeah. maybe smoke a cigar. Because I could see him just like this. He's got this gangster he's a cool guy. swagger. Yeah, like really like classic yeah. kind of guy. Chill, cool and, guy. Um, so, so the book has been dope, um, but I do have to read to myself. <laughs> and sometimes like if it's a dry chapter, I'll be like, so this is what we're going to do. Yeah. Uh, how we're going to get it done. We've got some big challenges ahead of us. Uh, I think we can work through it. Uh, we've, we've got some great teammates on the team. Uh, it's no secret that we face some adversities, but we will come out on top. There you and, go. And I believe it's due to the good people like Mike Roberts and Erie Arizari, uh, down there in Florida, doing some great things on the just my opinion podcast, doing diversity, Puerto Rico, America, same team. We've needed that for years. We've had it. Nobody's embellished it. Now we are. You got my vote. Boom, baby. <laughs> Boom, baby. <laughs> rock on the map <laughs> you got my vote <laughs> yeah no so that it, that's been cool yeah. um you know i'm not gonna lie the gallon of water thing is a little frustrating sometimes because really? it doesn't bother me to drink it like i don't have to force it down but it's because of the on the road every day mm-hmm. you gotta pee all the time that I'm like, happens to be at work all the time all the time yeah and i like i work in, con- in construction sales so i'm just always mm-hmm. like i know people are like Oh, you got to be a little bitch. You got you to got, you got girl bladder. And I'm like, what if I do? It's 2021. You yeah. can't say nothing about my bladder, bro. <laughs> One of my assistants uh, <laughs> asked me the other day, Are, you might need to go to a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bitch, no. I've been drinking a lot of water. That's what it is. <laughs> maybe the medication. <laughs> Something. Maybe we should just dial it Just in. saying. Let's just. Let's just make sure yeah. that the medicine is good. Yeah. Oh, like, shut Maybe. up. I don't know. Yeah, I pee a lot. Um, but no, uh, I did want to to pivot totally off that. I'm so sorry. You're I good. just said I didn't want to talk about 75 hard, and there we go. But checking in on that is great. I'm glad to know you're still doing mm-hmm. it and really enjoying it, especially because I at least mentally prepared. You just took it on, and yeah. um, I admire you for that because that's not an easy feat. Yeah. I had a friend try it in Jacksonville. And I'll leave it alone. I had a friend try starting in Jacksonville with his girlfriend. And he's a really fit guy. Yeah. Um, and he's a young dude. And I was like, man, yeah, you know, you don't need my approval. Give it a shot if you want. He texted me the other day. Hey, man, how many times you restarted? <laughs> and I said, none. Not, none yet. I said, I came close. Almost forgot to take my picture a couple I times. I one night. And he said, he said, uh, uh, well, well, I, I got three days in. Fuck that. <laughs> Well, three for days. me, because it was more like a competition when we talked about it. That's why I think I'm so into mm-hmm. it. I'm a little competitive, as you know. Well, there was nights, like I said, <laughs> with the picture. <laughs> I've been, I've almost went to bed without taking my picture. And you know, you have to do it. Like you have, if you fall asleep, you have to be integrity has to come oh, first, yeah. and you have to wake up the next day and say, "Fuck, I yeah. forgot to take the picture. I got to restart." Uh-huh. But um, nevertheless, this week. Because we can't eat and embellish in all the high-sodium food that I'd love to, I've been watching the <laughs> American Barbecue Challenge uh, on Netflix. And you watch it TV, I, and I you're think, like, uh. uh dude, it was terrible. It was, I mean, it, but it was such a good show, but terrible to watch on, like, painful on my end. Um, but, man, what 
I gotta say, Ari, they hit the money. So what? On this what show. is it again? So it's I think it's called the Great American Barbecue Show or okay. something. Uh, Netflix, of, right? Of course, you know America. Yeah, let me see. I just had it up. Um, I just wrapped it up actually last night. I finished it. Um, great show. Um, if anybody likes cooking shows out there, um, I know we usually talk about tons of other stuff, but as far as a cooking show goes, uh, like a competitive cooking show, it was awesome. Um, then again, I'm a bit of a bender. Um, it's yeah, the Great American Barbecue Showdown. Okay. So is it it's brand like new con- or has already more seasons? Brand. No, it's brand okay. new. First season's out. Um, it's got some familiar faces in the judges uh, that you've seen like on other cooking shows, like two of mm-hmm. them. But the main, t- the main two, um, it's a man and a woman that are the main judges, okay. like the critical judges that their votes really, really matter. Is the um, w- one of the the woman is like known as like apparently like the queen of barbecue, mm-hmm. and like she's like world renowned for her cooking. And then the man is a sixth dude, six generations back they've counted this guy gosh barbecuer sixth generations barbecuer so he comes with a lot of history and experience and he's cooked and barbecued and won competitions internationally <laughs> like in australia yeah. new zealand i mean like and uh so it's pretty cool and uh but the show is basically they get an allotted amount of time a random protein that they have to okay. cook and x amount of sides i mean dude but the recipes like the creativity and like all of the people cooking on the show, which was probably my favorite part that got me interested, is there's like eight contestants I think to start, mm-hmm. and some of them are like barbecue competition people, um, and some of them are just regular people. Okay. Like, hey, I grill a lot in my backyard and for friends and family. And, That's me. You know, I applied for the show. Dude, and, like, I think that's what I thought was the most cool about it. It was the most diverse, smooth, like, where they really integrated diversity, as you can tell. And I don't want to ruin the show, but, like, as far as, like, men, women, people of color, um, all this stuff, like, it was smooth. Like, they didn't make a big deal about it. And when the contestants are competing against each other, you know, they begin, like, barbecue people. Like, shit happens when you're barbecuing, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So they begin to be actually become friends, and nobody's, like, over... And I know you may not like that part, because I know you're really competitive. But they're competitive when they're cooking, but at the end of the day, they're like, dude, it's barbecue. Yeah, like, have fun. We're all cool. So it was really nice to watch. Um, and some of the stuff these guys had to cook, bro, just to give you a little teaser, just a little, little teaser, some of this, dude, they had to cook possum one of, one of the times, raccoon... Coon. Yeah, and dude, I'm sorry. I know there's some Hispanic listeners out there going, dude, I could fry up a guana like nobody's business. But dude, for a white boy to get a guana thrown on his plate, uh, I'm going to be confused. So really cool stuff, and I learned some stuff. That's why I like watching the cooking shows. You know, my only thing about cooking shows is when they have these judges that are very famous and renowned, right? And that's great. But... I think it's not fair for only one, two judges try the food because you may have a different taste than I do in food, right? And they're professional, yes. whatever you want to call them, but I think it's not fair. I, I don't know if there's a show out there that, that, that has an audience that they can try the food, like a catering type. You know what I mean? So funny you say that. Because two guys there's on a, on a desk episodes. say, oh, this is too salty. Oh, it's bla- you know, it's messing this. 
I, uh, you know. So, so with this one, you get four judges. So two of them are just TV hosts that are regular people. Two of the people are the the woman and the man that I introduced okay. in the beginning. And I, like I said, it's not a crowd because I definitely would prefer what you're saying. I'm not arguing. But I don't think that. we have that, right? I don't think there's a show like that. No, no, like the American Idol for cooking. It's like what you're saying. Everybody, put your ballots yeah. in. Try, you know, uh, do a catering. Damn it, I want to go. So, but they, they, one of the episodes, they did do a catering event for like local firefighters and ambulance people. And it was pretty cool. Um, and dude, some of the challenges they get and what they're able to do, like they bring in different nationalities of barbecuing that you have to try and do Japan, Morocco, Argentina. Oh, I want to travel to Argentina so bad and get food from there. But, um, yeah. So things like that, dude, that are just, it was really interesting and learn some new stuff along the way. And uh, like I said, I definitely recommend that to anybody. Great American Barbecue Showdown on Netflix. Yeah. I know you got it, so don't be cheap and lazy. Go watch it. Give it a thumbs up. Somebody can give you the uh, password. All right. Yeah. Look, all right, if I haven't made my thing clear, I like to watch Netflix. So we'll throw it out there and get people watching. Yeah, I'll check it out. Definitely. Um, yeah. The other day I was looking for stuff to watch there, but I ended up watching last night, actually. Because there was nothing to watch lately. Or I feel like I'm, I've watched too much stuff. Um. Well, the, yeah, yeah, because I watch like, everything on Netflix. I, like we said last week, Netflix is running out of shit, bro. Yeah. Like they're like, we got to get people out there filming again. I'm running out of stuff. They're digging into foreign countries right now. Yeah. It. Well, I watched the new Kevin Hart movie last night. Fatherhood. Fatherhood. Yes. Right? Good timing, right? To come out. Oh, uh, you think they uh, did that on right. purpose? Uh, uh, but actually, surprisingly, I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, really? lately I'm not a fan of his stuff because I think he was everywhere and it was getting repetitive for me. Um, Just even his la- last stand-up was like, I've heard it already. You know, that's how it felt. Uh, but the movie... Well, you know he's done seven specials. Yes. Um, you need to take a break, you know, from that. Uh, but the movie was really good, actually. Uh, it was about... Um, he had a baby with his wife. His wife died after birth, giving birth to the daughter. So he's raising the daughter by himself. So this, uh, the movie's about the struggles about raising a kid by yourself, single father. So, and I'm and and again, you know, I have to interrupt. Yeah, no, unfortunately, you're fine. but I I like the fact that he it shows from a male's perspective. Yes. You know, I think that's actually pretty cool. Because here lately, you know, no disrespect to the ladies out there, but there's been a lot of female perspective, homosexual, transgender yeah. perspective stuff being produced. And I'm, and I'm totally cool with it, but it's nice to bring it back to a man's perspective, like you said, yeah. release it on Father's Day weekend, yeah. so people are more open to the emotion of it. There's a, there's a scene where I relate so much with, is because um, when my daughter was little, around the same age, I think, four or five, uh, I think kindergarten, is that's around five years old, right? Um, Sasha used to work early in the morning so I used to take my daughter to school before going to work and I had to do her hair um, it was not pretty it was not pretty I, I'm telling you <laughs> dude I used to mess up that hair so bad sometimes we would stop on the way to school we would stop at my mother-in-law's house can you fix her hair this is what I did well and <laughs> I haven't finished I haven't finished it yet, but I saw yeah. that scene and 
that was a really cute scene. I know the one you're talking really about, nice. and dude, when he was like, "We're just gonna yes, grab it." That's We're just gonna and my daughter it. has really all hair since she was little, and I I didn't know what to do with it. It was a struggle. I used to tell Sasha all the time, like, "Can you before you go to work? Can you do her hair? Even though she's sleeping, leave it like that. Leave it done." And I'll get her ready. I will do breakfast, get her dressed and all that. But doing the hair, I mean, you can tell I'm not a hair. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was very nice. Again, seeing the struggles of a single dad was pretty cool. And it was a serious movie. So to see him doing that kind of promo was really good, actually. And I got to say, I want to see, to and not to not to get you on again, well, here we go, same shit again. But I want to see more of that from Kevin yeah. Hart. I hope that this movie puts him because he did do the one movie with the Breaking Bad guy. Um, yes, that was kind of yeah. serious. I didn't really watch it with Brian Cranston. That's I watched name, it because so. of Brian, but, not because of him. It was a good movie. But I I like that that side where he can implement touches of yeah. humor. And the thing I like about Kevin Hart is I love his podcast. By the way, if you haven't listened, go check it out. Comedy Gold Mines is my favorite one. Um, and is that he doesn't do a lot of line reading. Like, he's pretty quick at memorizing, apparently. So, but on that note, he does take his comedy and ad-lib a little bit. And you get some of those natural, like, dude, I didn't think one laugh, again, I haven't finished it yet, that was shown by Kevin, though, in Fatherhood, was fake. True. It was so genuine that, I mean, that scene you're talking about, bro, I don't have kids. I petted my dog a little more though. I was like, you know, Sunday, you know, Dad loves yeah. you. You know, Dad. I mean, like, it, I mean, it it pulls on the heartstrings um, and definitely gives a lot of credit out there to single dads that are actually doing their part, not dicking now, around and going to the truck. The girl shows, of who course, plays but. his daughter, she is really good. The poker oh, face man. scene. Oh What's her name? Melody. Melody. Hurt. Show me your oh, poker face. She's so good. She's gonna be Oscar winning in she her is future. She's so good. Fantastic. She, for me, she was the movie. She was. Mm-hmm. I, I know the whole plot, the whole concept of the movie is nice, but the girl was really good. The girl, she did really good. Yeah, and I like that they didn't underdo True. her part. She was in. Yeah. Again, I'm about three quarters of the way through. I've been trying to to finish. Just had such a busy week, uh, but she. Uh, every scene I've seen her in, serious or funny, kills it. Um, right now, I'm at the part. Uh, there's a little incident on the playground, yes, and I'll leave it at yes, that. that is... And they're just not. And again, you talk about Kevin Hart's role in that movie, the emotion mm-hmm. that he shows in his face when he has to go back to where it's... his wife had this, passed away. He seems so desperate. Oh, so yeah. He he's he's holding her hand because he needs the help, not because True. she does. And I mean, oh, dude, I'm gonna get teared up now yeah. thinking about it. But it was just, it was really, it was really cool. Um, definitely like that. And I haven't yeah. finished it yet, but I would imagine if you're telling me it's good, it's got. I got, yeah, I, I liked it a lot, and uh, I think the ending is kind of, we've seen it before. You know what's gonna happen at the end, but which is kind yeah, of okay. okay. But uh, again, everything up to, to to get there is is really nice. This was a good movie, so I highly recommend it. I really do. I liked it a lot. It is Father's Day weekend, so, so um, um, I don't know. I Again, it was very strategic to, to put it out there at this time. And for me, it was kind of weird to watch it, too, you know, 
based on a lot of stuff and you just you know you start thinking it's just father's father's day you know that kind of stuff so now how are you doing on that i mean i don't know i'm good i mean it's a it's it's a big cast reveal so i don't really want to just jump right in it but i mean you and i definitely had an experience this year you know um you know may rest in peace but your father's passing obviously happened this year uh, right or was that yeah that was this year yeah well 2021 or was it 2020 I can't it was remember 2020. Because of COVID. It was 2020. Okay. It was... Uh, okay. I don't even... It's so hard to say when he died, right? It's so weird today because... Uh, well, let, 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 let's start from the beginning, right, I guess? So... Let's take it... Are you ready? You're good with this? I think so. We'll All see. right, I'm good with it, too. I just I just want to double check, bro. <laughs> I mean, I guess hell with it. We'll cut it out if we don't like it. We'll, we'll talk see. about some other bullshit. We'll see how this goes. But, some other uh, bullshit. That I... You know, I had to write down a lot of the stuff because I, I don't want to forget anything about it, about the whole experience. Because it was kind of, even though it's a bad thing or bad situation, it's, the ending was pretty cool, I think, so far. So I was like, I want to write everything down. I don't know. Um, but yeah, my dad, who I did not have a, the best relation uh, with uh, for years, um, we had contact. We, we did. We talked a lot on the phone. Uh, I think him and I had more conversations than him. He did with my brothers. Like he didn't talk to my brothers for years. Um, he will randomly disappear from from planet Earth, you know. But uh, one in December, actually, December. I think I have this specific date, December eighth. I woke up and I had a text from my aunt, his sister. The text says, "When you get a chance, please." Give me a call because I have some information for you for you and I don't know if it's true but it's not good. I'm like, fine. I called her and she said I need you to call your cousin, her daughter, um, because her daughter who lives in Connecticut. Okay, so keep this in mind. My cousin lives in Connecticut, my aunt lives in Puerto Rico, I'm in Florida. So she said, Call your cousin because your your cousin received a letter about your dad. So I called my cousin, and she said, hey, uh, I received this letter uh, stating it's, it's, it's directed for the estate of your dad. I was like, what do you mean? And she says, I, apparently your dad has died. I was like, what do you mean he has died? So I said, send me a picture of it, of the letter, and, and I'll see what it's about. And, and it had all the information uh, about my dad, and apparently my dad passed away October 28th. And we're in December 8th. Um, so the, the letter was from Geico. So I decided to call, I still remember the names, the guy's name. His name was Nick. He was the agent. Um, I, uh, I called him and I said, Hey, we received this letter in Connecticut and apparently is about my dad, but I just want to confirm that this just maybe is a mistake because what are the odds that my cousin in Connecticut is going to receive a letter from, from about my dad. So the guy says, um, the first thing he says, I'm sorry, you have to find this way. And I was like, find out what he said. It is your dad. And he passed away. Unfortunately, I am the agent of the, uh, of the, the person who accidentally hit him. It was a, uh, an accident. And so I said, what do you, what do you mean? I said, yeah, uh, my, my client impacted him with his car and your dad passed away. And I said, again, for me, this is not making sense. Um, and I said, okay, um, so how how can I find out it's really him? I said, well, that, for that, you have to call the cops and they will give you the whole report and exactly him. But 
this is this is it is your dad. So even though it was him, I was still kind of like uh, hesitant that it was, or hopeful maybe that it's not going to be him. Um, I tell Sasha what's going on, and we're like, what are we going to do? How are we going to find information about this? Because I know my dad lived in Florida, but my dad has been many places in Florida. So that's what we... Well, and you guys weren't super close, right? Yes. You maybe check in maybe once every 18 yeah, months exactly. with a text or a phone call. Yep, yep. Um, well, it's funny. Side note, he, the last time we talked, I got upset and he got upset at me because he said, uh, I'm going to visit, go visit you. And I said, well, okay, you want to write the address down? And I said, I don't need your address. I'll, I'll, I'll make it there. I said, dude, this is Florida. How big is Florida? I said, trust me, I, I know how to get there. <laughs> Yeah, and you live in a big city. <laughs> That's my dad. Um, anyway, he never made it. But uh, <laughs> and uh, so we started calling him different places. I knew he was my my dad had been in and out of prison all his life. So uh, I knew at one point he was at Four Piers um, after he had been in prison, and uh, so we decided to call the county and information and. Uh, the lady said, well, she had a different record. She said, well, there was an incident, but it was not an accident. He was fine, and he was here for a day or two, and we released him, but so he was fine. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> so, great, he's alive. But then I decided to call a different county, the county uh, Okeechobee. That's where he, he was living as well. And uh, this lady who helped us said she couldn't at the beginning, and I said, this is serious because I, I was told that my dad died in a car accident. And, uh, and she said, well, I gave her the information and she said, you know, to be honest with you, that sounds a little familiar, but I don't know. That has to be on, uh, transit, right? She said, you have to call that department because if it was a car accident, they're the ones who are, that take the whole report and do all that. So I call over there and, uh, I was able to find the officer who did the whole report. Um, he said to me, we've been looking for you since October, since the, the moment it happened, but we had no information about you, your brothers, um, or your dad, because your dad didn't go by the name that we um, had when we found the body. And I was like, what do you mean? And I said, well, you know, your, your dad went by different aliases. I was like, oh, great. Um, so uh, he explains to me, I based on what we had, we went to look for a different addresses that came on the system because you, we found out your dad was in prison many times. So there was several addresses. Um, so I, he said he went to a big place. There was just a field, just grass. There was not even a house based on the address. Uh, they kept looking and looking and in the, all the information they had, there was the address of, uh, Connecticut. So I guess more than 30 years ago, he lived in Connecticut for a short period of time. And because he was in prison in Connecticut, they found that information. So that's how they send that information to Connecticut, just to see if somebody was there and would be able to answer. And that's how I found out that he was dead. Oh, wow. That's heavy. That is my, that is my, <laughs> that's before I go to work that day. Uh, <laughs> at this point, it is him. And I'm still like, no, it's not him. It's not him. And he said, um, the case is not closed because we still do investigation, right? Um, so I, I, I'm still working on it. I have no information about your dad, uh, unfortunately, but, um, he's, I'm going to send you all the report of the accident and stuff like that. So you can, you can have that 
now that we know that it's him. Uh, I said, so where can I find him? And, uh, and he was like, well, I'm not sure because after they take him from the hospital, you know, they do all that kind of stuff. So he said, I'm going to find that information for you. Okay. I hung up and Sasha and I were just talking about it and we come to the conclusion, like, let's call a morgue. Let's find out information at a morgue. Because if he's dead, he had to be in, been in a morgue, right? So we we look at it one morgue and we actually call them and the lady said, yep, he was here for 13 days. After that, we had, since nobody claimed the body, we had to send him to the funeral home, right? And so they give me the information. I, I'm at work at this point, right? And... Uh, I called the funeral home and the lady, very nice, and you met her, she was very nice. She said to me, thank God you called me. I said, okay, this is a Tuesday. This is a Tuesday and she says to me, thank God you called me because this coming Saturday, he was scheduled uh, for his ashes to be thrown away. Your dad has been cremated. Oh, that's sad. I was like, what? And she said, yeah, your dad has been cremated because, again, since nobody claimed the body, we have to take care of that. I was like, oh my God. So she said, if you, if you want the ashes, you have to pick them up by Friday. And I'm like, oh, great. So at this point, I, you know, I obviously talked to my boss at work and I said, I'm going to take the day because I need to go pick up my dad. (laughs) 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 So, so anyway, the whole idea was to go pick him up by myself. Um, Sasha wanted to go and, and other people wanted to go, but I, I thought I was going to go do it by myself because I wanted to have that, like, moment, I guess. Little time. Yeah, the time to process I that shit. put him in passenger seat and say, hey, hey, Dad, let's go for a ride. Let's go home, right? Um, but as we got closer to Friday, it kind of hit me. kind of hit me. And we, I think you and I were chatting, and uh, you, you said, if you need anything, let me know. And kind of that kind of, like, just got stuck in my mind and that's how we ended up yeah that little yeah, push yeah and then we ended up talking and i was like let's do this right the goal was to go pick him up and that was it right and uh that's yeah when... we're just gonna go down there we'll be yeah. done and we we went to wow. okichoe what i i left my house at six in the morning got you around six thirty seven in the morning it was pretty early yeah. because we went I mean, I mean, I know you're you'll roll right through it, but we went, dude. We jumped in the car. Some uh, I think. Or coffee. I mean, let's go. Wawa. Yeah, we went to Wawa, loaded up on some snacks. We're like, oh yeah, you know, we'll we'll kind of go down memory lane, talk about some stuff, because at this point the trip's still a little somber. Yes, it is. It is still kind of sad because it's know. true. It is real now. You know, once the morgue told me it was him, and the funeral home told me it was him, that was some deep stuff. Um, yeah, that's when it started yeah. to get real. So they told me I had to go first, get the paperwork, right, to, like, recognize him. Uh, they were going to show me pictures to recognize him, remember? And uh, yes, we got there, and, well, we went first to get the the ashes. The ashes. We were, and we did, and those people were top Oh, my notch. goodness, right? They were so nice. Um, so that was a little tough because we went to get the ashes, and they gave me this little Ziploc, remember? It had a pocket knife. A ring. Yep. Um, it had $4 and some change, which I still have in the Ziploc. Um, and a little pendant, right? A little pendant. Um, 
Yeah, he had like random stuff random on him. Stuff. I remember us being like, they had a, he had a cell phone, but they took it away. That cell phone was stolen. <laughs> it was. A, it belongs to a little girl. Um, yeah, so weird. But uh, and then the bike because he was riding a bicycle when he got hit uh, by the car. But they they kept all that. But they gave me that ziplock with all his little belongings, and uh, so they gave me the ashes, and that was heavy. The, the ashes were heavy. I was like, man, he was overweight. I yeah. Guess. Poppy wasn't going yeah, home. I don't know. I'll tell you that. But uh, that was tough when they gave me that. It's, it was it was we it's weird because it's it's just the box, right? And uh, to have him, that was that was weird. That was very weird. Yeah, um, definitely unique there. And then yeah. uh, hey, but what was it? Right after that, we did our thing. We dried the tears on both sides, and dude, we were on the mission. Then it was like, well, then uh, we went I'll, to get the. <sighs> The documentation, remember? That's when they showed me the pictures. That was rough. The, yeah, because I had to make sure it was him, which it was him, but it was it was the longest second I've ever been through because the guy said... We waited, through. too. Remember? We were yeah, waiting in the we lobby. for a while. It was like an hour and a half affidavit. from the morgue. They did a lot of stuff to give me all the paperwork, his uh, uh, autopsy paperwork, right? And uh, they say, you're going to see some pictures, and uh, we need you to make sure it's him. And when they f- remember he pulled those pictures, I knew as soon as I saw the eyes and the, the envelope coming out of the envelope, I knew it was him. And that was tough. That was tough. Well, and he and he tried to protect us from that. Yes. As I recall. Yes. He, he was a really, I mean, dude, I've never been in such a situation, and I don't know if we're teeing this thing up with the right suspense, but we went to Okeechobee first, which is probably... Two and a half hours, three hours almost from my house where he picked me up. Then drove to Fort Pierce to do this part of the story, which is like another hour and a half from Okeechobee on yes. the coast. And we suspensefully, like, A, we went up at that college and of medicine. Uh, yeah. We don't fit the bill for a college of medicine. And we're bebopping around. <laughs> oh, this is nice. They got nice music going. This is really sweet. And then we find this guy. With that, with the mortuary stuff, and uh, for the medical examiner's office, excuse me, and waited. Remember, they're like, "Oh, yeah, all right," and they walked away, and then they just right. come back like thirty. What felt like this thirty, forty-five room, minutes. This waiting room, it was so cold. I remember, it was weird. Just two ragged yeah. chairs there. Wait here. Yeah. And that little raggedy Christmas tree. Remember, the little things yeah. I remember. Yeah, because it was still after Christmas time. You're right. Yeah, and yeah. we we went in. We did the paperwork thing, like you said. And then after that, I think that's when we went CSI. We went to... Well, the, we went, remember the we officer went, called me, and he said he had the address of where some neighbors, people in the community, put a cross for him and flowers, remember? That's what and, it was. And that's what we said, okay, let's go. Let's go look it up. Let's, let's check that place out and, and see what's all about. And uh, we get there and taking pictures and all that kind of stuff and uh, of the area. And uh, I remember I told you, I said, my dad used, used to tell me that he used to, he used to ride his bicycle home and to work. And at that point when I'm like, he had to be going home because if it happened at 7 at night, he had to be going home at that point. So we decided to start our journey to see where my dad used to live and Somebody has to have information about him, and he has to have belongings or something. And uh, as a son, I would like to have something for myself or for my brothers, right? 
So I remember he used to tell me he used to work at a auto shop. He used to paint cars, and uh, we we decided to start driving. Remember, and it was not even half a mile, and we found this shop, right? Big and, Daddy's uh, Auto Shop or something. Yes, like that. yes. And it was so awkward. But I remember, right, that we went in there, and 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 I decided to ask out uh, this lady about the cross and the flowers area which she was funny because she's like who are you i said i'm the son of that person and you could tell right right away the lady's face changed it's like oh my god he used to work here and i was like yeah. oh my god we made it mike we made it oh um, that was very exciting and she said let me get my husband uh because my husband was one of his good friends and uh that's when we found out of a little bit more information about that uh first he was drunk he was into he was drinking a lot and when he was riding his bicycle i guess he was uh he had been drinking um and apparently he kind of lost his balance ended up on the road and the car hit him that's what we found out that part and uh you know and we talked a little bit with the guy and, and i was asking him if he knew where he lived or he can get us some information about my dad and he said well i know where he lived but i don't know the house but you have to go to the gas station a little further and talk to the girl. I can't remember her name. I have it somewhere. It was right. a unique name. Yeah. Very unique name. I can't remember her name, but yeah. So he told us to go over there. And I have I have her name written somewhere. Um, and uh, we, we decided to go to the gas station. Remember? She looked so miserable in the gas station when we went in there. In that big fishbowl with all that <laughs> plexiglass. <laughs> Keep in mind, guys, where we were, nothing, like everything that God. this is going down at this point forward, everything is within two miles of each other. Yeah, This is a very small, rural. Small town, yeah. yeah. Dude, we went to the gas station. I remember that because we went in there and we said, hey, we just wanted to know, maybe you recognize this guy. Yeah, I knew him. Uh, yeah. He was up here all the time. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. I'll let you continue. nice because she, you know, she said something like, uh, he was like my dad and that was like okay you know very nice so apparently my dad used to go to that gas station to drink and he will sit out there and wait for her until she closed right and then he will walk her home yeah uh, that was very nice to hear so then she said that the day the night that he got hit she was working and she thought it was kind of weird that he never came to the gas station so anyway she closed the gas station and when she came out of the gas station instead of going to the left she went to the right because the road was closed because of the accident, but she didn't know it was about it was my dad. So the next morning she woke up to a message from her friend that she played us. Remember that voicemail? Uh, yes, that's right. The, the voicemail was saying exactly that my dad got hit. She was looking at my dad on the ground, and apparently the cops were letting my dad die because nobody liked him in the community, you know, especially cops. Yeah. So that's what she was claiming that they let him die. So that kind of ticked me, you know, I was like, oh, my God, what, what happened here? So right when we come out of the gas station, I called the cop, remember? And uh, and I told him, I said, you know, I, I was just told that you guys let him die. And the guy was very nice. He said to me, you know, I'm so sorry that you had to hear that. But I was not there at the time. When I got there, the count, the sheriff, ambulance, they were already there. I got there to the yeah because report. you were talking yeah you were talking to a highway patrol highway patrol yeah and this is local cops exactly. that allegedly let this happen so and he even told me I said you can you can fight this if you want but 
uh, you know, it's going to be tough to, to prove anything, you know, uh, because I was not there. I don't know what happened. Uh, I can tell you he made it to the hospital and he died at the hospital. And he said, I think I found information about where he worked. And I said, dude, <laughs> too late. I'm already on the, on the second stop of this. And he said, well, I, I knew you were going to find more information than I did because nobody wanted to help the cops, you know, uh, because of who your dad, you know. And uh, anyway, the lady at the gas station told us that for more information, we had to go to a different spot, to an AC shop, uh, car AC. And uh, she said, that was my dad's best friend. His name is Eddie DeCuban. Um what an awesome guy, Eddie right? Cuba, baby. Eddie Cuba. And she said, you go over there. He's going to tell you where your dad used to live. Okay? I was like, fine. So we go there, right? <laughs> we make it to the to the, to the the shop. And there was, remember that argument with that guy? Uh, yeah, bro. He pulls up in his pickup truck. And then all of a sudden, right when he pulls up, and he's just, we've been waiting like 10, 15 minutes yes. maybe. Because they were like, yeah, he went away. He'll be right back. And we were waiting. We're like, all right, we'll wait for him. Because we were, at this point, our blood's pumping. We're excited. We're on the hunt, dude. Yeah. Like, I know it's emotional, but, bro, we just, like, we went down there. Like, oh, let's see the cross. And then we figured out directionals to figure out where he worked. Now we're at his gas station. Now we're at where he worked from time to time as well, another car shop. And then this guy is, like, his closest friend and in or one of the closest friends. And then as that happens, we see this raggedy truck pull up. And then here comes Eddie Cuba in his company vehicle. Yes. He pops out and he tells us, hang on, guys, I'll be right with you. And just starts going off on this ah, guy in this regular truck. And it's, I and remember. He's like this, I can picture this guy. Like If I can make a movie about this guy, he had a little bit of long hair. And it was all kind of like bad because he was older and it was like dirty. Big, big, huge T-shirt. It was a white T-shirt, I remember. The guy was... um. He was not a big guy, but the shirt was like a three, three X, huge jeans, and then flip flops. Remember those damn nails on his toes? Oh my goodness, uh, it was creepy. And then they were arguing, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, were they ever, bro? They were going off at Eddie. Talk. You need to get the fuck out of my parking lot, bro. I'm not fixing yeah. that piece of shit truck. You ain't got no money. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was because he sold him a car. Remember, he said that the car yeah. that he bought from him was bad. He, yeah, that's what he was saying. Yeah, and he was like, yeah, and he said, like, you paid 500 bucks, bro. What, what do you think it's going to be? Yeah, that was awesome. And uh, but he was he also and, gave us an attitude after he was done with him. He was like, what do you want? I'm like, hey, 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 hey papa, you know? And uh, as yeah, soon as I told him, I, I, I said, I'm, I'm Eddie, uh, I'm Eddie's son. That's when it all changed, right? That man just went. Dude. Was, he lifted up his shirt, showed us his, his, scar. his surgery yeah. scar. Everything he was like, mi hermano, and dude, and keep in mind to everybody out there, he's rattling off in Spanish because this hit a home plate for this guy. So he's talking to Ari in the motherland language, and I'm standing there going, "This looks good. It looks like there's a connection." But bro, he's a man, me slapping his chest, real. I mean, real proud. Very nice guy. He got to meet uh, you. One of my sons, my uh, my dad's best friends. Apparently, my dad even lived his place. Remember and. uh, uh, but then my dad got into alcohol too, and you know they they had to. He's got kids and a wife and shit. Yeah, though. but they apparently they celebrated was. everything: Christmas, Father's Day. They were always together, you know. And uh, you know he was talking about me that he, you know, my dad used to talk about myself and my brothers and uh, all kind of stuff. And, and and that guy, when I asked him that I was looking for my dad's belongings, remember he closed his shop again. 
He closed the shop. Yeah, he closed the doors. He closed the doors, and he said, I don't know exactly where your dad lived, but I'm going to take you to his best friend's house. And that guy used to, like, he knows where your dad lives because he used to, when your dad was too drunk, he would drive your dad home. I said, let's go over there. And he closed his shop, and he drove us over there, remember? That was really, really, uh, really nice of him to do that. Um, And then here we go, and we meet the, 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 the... Sharky. Sharky. So... Sharky apparently is my dad's best friend. He was 63, I believe he was, right? So picture this. He was a 60-year-old redneck yes. pimp, that guy. Picture this guy, 63, missing a lot of teeth, had this cool shades, actually, like a Tom Cruise and Top Gun shades, right? <laughs> he had a headband, long hair. It was a Hawaiian shirt, I remember. He had a necklace, a barbed wire necklace, remember, you know? Yep. And uh, he had really short, short, like really short, short jeans. He had socks and flip-flops. What are those, what are those sandals you call them? Um, oh, my God. I have no clue, bro, but those were a leg. Yeah. Everything he had going oh on. Oh, my was, God. And we were in the trailer park. Oh, this is, yeah, we were deep in. Yeah. And uh, and that was, that was my dad's best friend. So, apparently, they met over 20 years, he said, right? 20 years in prison. And since they became best friends, and uh, yeah, it was it was really cool to meet him. And uh, he gave us a couple stuff of my dad. Well, he took us to several trailers, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, and remember uh, the the side trip in that where he took us to that one trailer, and like we ended up in this like fifty five and up trailer park that he took us to, and like the Russian like property manager. Well, before came that, we went like, to get my dad's tools. Remember, you stayed in the car. And then he said, this is where the tools are. And then all of a sudden he said, oh, this is not the place. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, this might be the wrong house. Yeah. He's like, this might not be the wrong house. And I was like, oh, my and God. He's, dude, he's got you walking. Remember, he was so old that he couldn't even run. He was like, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to get the fuck out of here. We're in, and he, he said, anyway, and, you know it's around this area. <laughs> <laughs> but I got all this stuff. And, uh, somewhere and I remember and, you were like, what's going on? I said, I don't know. We got to get out of here. <laughs> and, uh. So then he took us to that other trailer park where this Russian, remember? We, we, he showed us where the trailer is that apparently my dad used to live. And uh, this lady in a, in a golf cart. It was a lady friend. Lady friend. More men. That was, your dad was, that your, no, but it was a lady friend that your dad was seeing in this yes. part of the park. And he, funny because he said, I wasn't sure, I'm not sure, maybe he was with the daughter. He said that lady was old and all that bullshit. The way this sharky oh, guy talked, man, was it was bullshit all, all that day long, right? Bullshit. Yeah, it, that bullshit. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what all this bullshit is, but it's all right, man. You know what I mean? Like your dad was cool. Yeah, like, Boomhauer. Boomhauer from King of the Hill. Yes, yes. All day. And then it got heated up because the lady on the golf cart security, right? This Russian lady shows up, and they start kind of arguing, right? They, she was like, "No, there's no, there's no Eddie there. There's no Eddie there." And, uh, yeah, they're hiding illegals in there. Yeah, or and then all of a sudden, yeah. Boy. And then all of a sudden, she said, "Well, yeah, the lady lives there." Like, dude, <laughs> nobody lives there. And then so, so we, she find out what we're looking for. Then all of a sudden, she changed the whole story. You know? Um, yeah. And very nice of her. She, we. That's where my dad apparently lives. But unfortunately, when we got there, the lady was in the hospital having heart surgery. Remember? Yeah, that was unfortunate. That was where the story, definitely the day. At this point, bro, we've been on the move for seven hours. Yeah, it was very nice. And that that whole thing changed drastically. We, we we got there seven in the morning or something like that, and 
we ended up back at home like really late at night. Yeah, I think it was seven at night yeah. when we got home, if I recall. It was six or seven for when we got to my house. Yeah. It was nice to hear. You still had another hour and a half. Stories about my dad. Remember the story about Miami? They used to. So apparently my dad back in the day had plenty of money, right? And he said that my dad went to prison like eight years ago. And uh, the lady that he had took all his money. Remember? Took all his money. And my dad, when remember. he came out of prison, he had no money. And he didn't want to go back to, you know, doing that hustle again and dealing with anything that he was doing. So, yeah, he, he was just, he retired, I guess. And then he just decided to start drinking. Yeah. Yeah, but he he talked about the yeah, parties that he used way. to do, the cocaine parties in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, man, we had bitches and all that bullshit. All that bullshit you know what I mean? It was fucking, dude, your dad, man, he was like a fucking brother to me, man. You know what I mean? Just a bullshit. Yeah, yeah, dude. it was awesome. It was uh it was incredible to to end the day that way, to hear that, you know, he had people and, and all these friends and family that he didn't, you know. Uh, I never got to know that side, right? Um, so it was, it was very nice to hear that. I think it was definitely, from a friend's perspective, that just kind of got to tag along into something I had no clue was going to turn into. Um it was a really cool experience to to be on the sidelines for something like that and be involved because instantly once the day was over i was like oh man as far as for you i was like my friend has closure it was now. gratifying like we at least got it was yeah. yes we got as a great word we got a real insight into what you know because up until that point we're just going to pick up a father who you really didn't have much of an adult relationship with and even though we didn't get to hear it directly from him, we probably learned more about him than he would have told yeah. you. Well, to know that my dad, uh, right off all the his life was in and out of prison, fortunately dealing with drugs and, 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 and apparently weapons too, uh, and cocaine parties. Um, it was nice to hear that he had a lot of friends, that he like stopped doing all that stuff. He was not alone. He was not alone. And then actually he was... Uh, Apparently, based on what they were saying, he was working on getting his driver's license, or he just got it, uh, because he was he wanted to move to Orlando to be with his son and the grandkids. That yes. was that was a good way to to end uh, the day. Yeah, to to remember him that way, man, and um, and everything. I mean, like I said, to this day, I thank you for letting me be a part of that experience because. Wow, I mean, I've got chills right now because it was just so crazy. I mean, like, I'm, I know half of you guys that are listening right now are probably thinking, like, this is bullshit. But I, I swear to God, it really, everything Ari just said definitely happened. And it was so crazy to start a day like something like that and to go home laughing yeah. the whole entire way back to Polk. And like, again, about an hour and a half, you know, two hours, whatever the hell it was. It, it was just, it was so great because, um, you know, I got to learn a little bit more about your family and the process with your dad's side. You know, I know a lot about, you know, your mom and your stepdad and stuff. But to see your, your dad's side of things and learn about it, it was really interesting, man. And I'm, I'm really happy and thankful that you were able to share that with the cast. I know that can be, definitely can't be easy, but I, I, I tell you, this has got to be my favorite cast by far. Yeah, thank this you. Is, this it is was, on it point. It was perfect. It was, uh, I think it was, you know, it was kind of corny, but it was meant to be, I think. I, I, I never no, it thought was. I was going to be um, looking for my dad. Um, and then I, you know, and, and it was awesome that you had to be there, you know. 
I couldn't <laughs> believe everything were happening. We were doing that day. Like I was, uh, Sasha texted me late that afternoon because like, what are you doing? I thought you were just going to pick up your dad. And like, you don't even know what we're doing. <laughs> we're, we're knocking doors, you know, literally knocking doors to find out yeah. where my dad lived and who he was. We should record that, but who knew we were going to do all that. But, uh, yeah, that really could have been a Netflix. Yeah, I, and I have all that information. Uh, look, and when this I have ship... all that information of all those people, you know, all the friends and stuff. And uh, my one of my brothers and I have talked about going back and throwing the ashes over there with them. So we're we're planning that, and I, you know, I have all their numbers, so I want to see if I can call them and get something together. You know, apparently, he, he, yeah, he goes see Sharky, them bullshit. Um, <laughs> that bullshit. Because apparently, that my dad used to love to fish and. Uh, and barbecue with all of them. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, like I said, I, I uh, you know, we're going to yeah. start wrapping it up, but I, I couldn't think of a better story to go into right. Father's Day. And on that note, I'm going to wish you a happy you. Father's Day. You anybody too. You're a, anybody a dog listening? Dad. Dog, dog dad. dad. Uh, it's at least half a point. Uh, but everybody out there, um, that's a dad that's listened to the cast. I, I know from the bottom of Ari and I's hearts, we definitely want to thank you and wish you a happy father's day. Shout out to my dad and my family. Uh, the men in my family, I know I'm excited. Um, he texted me here when we were filming, so, uh, follow up with him, but you know, uh, father's day is definitely one of my favorite holidays. Um, when the dads kind of show a little bit of, yeah, true. Lucky, you know, I, so. for, for but, me, it was uh, weird all these years because I never celebrated father's day with my dad. And every year I used to think about that and say, happy father's day, wherever you at. Right. So it's kind of cool that right now I can actually say happy father's day because I know where he's at now, you know, like he's in a good place. Yeah. And, uh, so it's a good way to, to celebrate the weekend. Yeah. yeah, bro. And I'm happy for you. You got peace oh, yeah. in your heart this year. That's awesome. So anyway, you know, and, we'll uh, but yeah, again, uh, thank you everybody that continues to listen. Please, uh, follow, share, like, uh, talk about it. I mean, hell, if you like it, I mean, if not, don't, yeah. don't do that, but <laughs> I hope you guys continue to listen again. We're on all platforms. We're on Spotify, Apple, uh, we're on iHeartRadio, Pandora, and now, and Ari, we didn't even mention, bro. Everybody, keep your ears out for us on Amazon Music. That's right. You can find us on Amazon now. Just feel free to yell at your Alexa and say, Alexa, play me Just My Opinion podcast. <laughs> Check us out. So we're freaking official, bro. Jeff Bezos knows about anyway, us now. We'll wrap it so. up, and we'll be back next week, right, and have some more chatting and, and, and giggles. And we'll see where it goes, right? <laughs> Thank you, buddy. All right, my friend. I'll talk to you later. Happy you, Father's Day. You too, dad, dog. No, dog, dad. Oh, thank you. What is it? <laughs> White people shit. <laughs> dog, <Hey>. dad. <laughs> Bye. See you, bro.